Ringside club got your attention Andretti and AO play your position Skill check, gang gang, if you don't do business Chad Lowe would up, he damn near the third henchman Whatever style, whether it's loser or strong style Come through the thing, you fly, burn the ball down Back to the pad, chop it up for the pod Ringside club, intro to the squad As the show starts Yo, yo, ladies, gentlemen, dogs, ducks, cats, what's good? You are tuned in to the Ringside Club Pro Wrestling Podcast. My tag team partner, of course, he is on the line. He goes by the name of Ronnie Andretti. What's good, kid? Yeah, yep, yep. What's goody, man? We are back. We are back. We are back. It's been a minute. I can tell you right now. Oh, by the way, my name is A.O. What's up? Um, April 30th. Was the last time that we recorded an Good episode? Good lord, I thought it was like July 30th. Nah, no April, way that was April 30th. Jesus, April 30th, April 30th, and the amount of things that have happened between April 30th and now, then and now, wild. What a what a year, dude, man. Dude, that's damn yo shit. Yeah, think about it now. That's WrestleMania. Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, that was right around because I'm looking at the name of the episode, and it was uh, it was a lot of Triple H talk. This is what this was his uh, 25th year anniversary in WWE. Oh, word, 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 word. Yeah, yeah the name of the episode was that. terrorizing. But yeah, so that, that was episode 20. This is episode 21. Uh, Ringside Club. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at uh, at the Ringside Club. Of course, the ringsideclub.com will take you to the feed for the podcast. We're available everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we absolutely are available. You just heard a pretty fire new intro, so that's on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give shout outs and love to the good sir Chad Law and the Around the Rings podcast. Um, we've been regular guests, pretty much uh, you know, regular co-hosts of that podcast you can find that on the chad law channel and chad of course will be a regular on our show whenever he wants to uh to join mm-hmm. our show he's that's an open door that's that's family absolutely um, so yeah man like uh you know this Listen episode is going to be pretty short for the most part we've always ten- tended to keep our episodes somewhere around like 30 to 40 50 minutes something like that um this one we just wanted to get you know get on the horn and chop it up real quick about whatever's been mm-hmm. going on recently and you know, get back into the swing of things and get back into this podcast life. So, yeah, facts, man. Listen, it's been a it's been a long year. I know for one, we ain't going back to we ain't going back to able to go through every everything that happened because a ton oh, happened in wrestling period. But but at the same time, it's been it's been quite a year. So, listen, it, things happen and we here now and we still trying to survive. You know what I'm saying? So we trying to get back at it. You know. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, before we get started, I would be remiss if I didn't mention part of my fresh dot com. Um, this is PMF Radio, of course. That that's the the muscle behind all these audio programs. You can check out uh, Monday Night Hip Hop as well. That's on Mixcloud. Um, that drops. Just playing some good shit. You heard. Mm-hmm. Every and, day. Uh, I mean, hit every part week. of my fresh dot com. We have some really really good coffee. Um, by the time you hear this, you will have just hours left of a 20% off uh, sale on all the coffee on the site. 
mm-hmm. if you listen to this after Monday, sorry, I don't know what to tell you, but it's worth the money, whatever you do spend. So check that out. All right. Absolutely. It's enough with the commercials, enough with the plugs, enough with the this and the that. Let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit of pro wrestling, man. All right. All right. Where you want to start? Let's go. Uh, let's go. I, I, the biggest thing coming out of WWE right now is Roman Reigns. Um, so let's go back. Let's let's talk a little bit about the Survivor Series and that uh, that main event between Drew and between Roman. First of all, like, what was your favorite match from that night from Survivor Series? My favorite match uh, probably had to have been that one, and I want to say the tag uh, the tag the tag match um Street Profits uh, and New Day. Yeah, Street Profits and uh, the New Day. That was a good match. I felt like that was the only match. I, I, I'll say this: the whole the whole card was dope. I had no major complaints about the whole card, but that was the only match that they were promoting and going back and forth that made me want to watch it and got me hyped because these dudes were smack talking for like two or three weeks in advance. So that and they lived up and they lived up to the smack talking. So they delivered on that, and the main event was dope as too. I mean, was really dope as well. Um, but that, um, but that tag match was, was fire. I can't lie. Yo, I was actually surprised, um, about the, the Roman and Drew match that, I mean, I would say like all of the responses that I seen, all the Twitter, uh, Twitter Mm. chatter that I came across, it was probably Mm. like 75, 80% positive, but there were a few people out there for whatever reason that didn't like that match. I'm not sure what they were watching because I thought that match was fire, man. Right. I don't understand. I don't understand what they were looking for. Yeah, I thought that match was fire. And that's something that, like, I've seen a lot of people talk. Uh, a lot of people have been anticipating that The Rock is going to end up being, like, Roman's uh, mania opponent, which would be fire and absolutely would make sense with the current storyline he's in. Right. But I saw cool. a lot of people saying, like, if that doesn't happen run this back, figure out a way to get to, you know, Roman versus Drew part two at Mania. Right. And that's, yeah, that's cool because everybody's trying to jump the gun and think there's going to be in the storyline. That's cool and all, but the question is what, what if that doesn't happen? Right. You want to, you can't, you're not going to cry about that. It might be, it might be perfect, but you know, what are you going to do? So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta deal with, um, Whoever's there now, see what you can do with every, anybody there is now, and that's why Drew Drew could be a good pick. It's a couple of other good picks right now, but Drew Drew can can do his thing. Maybe Randy Orton, Randy Orton ain't out for the count yet, man. That dude's too far strong. You know what I'm saying? We can see him. Well, he's on Raw, but you never know what can happen between between now between now and Wrestle and WrestleMania. Because it ain't that far away. Yo, I mean, you see how quick. This year has been weird, man. It's been like slow and fast at the same time. But, you know, all of a sudden we're right uh, at, at the top of, of December. Um, mm-hmm. The rumble is right around the corner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so That's what I was just thinking yeah, about. I was the like, rumble is right around the corner. Yo, the crazy thing, man, I want to I talk a little bit about Roman, right? Like for years, people have been saying that they see money in him as a heel. And, you know, f- mm. people thought that it was going to be like a, a another case of like John Cena where for whatever reason, probably merch sales or whatever other, you know, financial mm. metric, but not necessarily what transfers on TV. I think mm. people felt like they were going to John Cena him, never turn him and just run this version of Roman Reigns to death. Right. 
you know what I'm yeah. saying? Until he, you know, finally retires or, or moves on to another aspect of his career. The fact that you're getting this version of Roman Reigns right now. This is prime Roman wow. right now. You know what I'm this saying? Is, this is prime Roman. They should have did this long. But you know what? Do you think it would have been this good if, you had, if they had turned him nah, months ago? I don't. And I was thinking about this uh, when I was on the way home today, um, just before mm. I set up. I was thinking about like how the empty arena and them being able to control the audio of the audience. Mm. One thing that we definitely wouldn't have have gotten are the talking segments in the middle of the matches, specifically like with the the two Jey Uso matches. Mm. Some of the best parts of that match because it you know there is action there, but it's very very storyline based. So some of the right. best parts of that match are the verb the the verbal back and forth oh absolutely. specifically oh, absolutely. coming from roman when you have like a live audience i'm not sure if that uh that environment would have lent itself to be able to get away with doing that right yeah and then Listen. another thing too is uh-huh. i think you know i think he, he would have been cheered because people have been wanting this mm-hmm. heel turn for so long that people would have ended up cheering him which def- you know that that's backwards it defeats the purpose right that like this is the uh, you know with this pandemic that might have been the the most the best thing for them because and, and I and the pandemic sucks we all know that but because of the pandemic the pandemic equals no audience so with no audience you there's nothing to to get your feedback off of so you have to create other content which they did especially with promos and things like that. So because of that, it birthed a lot of um a lot of create a lot of creativity for the last a lot of new creativity for the last few months. And at because of that, it led to them doing what they did with the with the Thunderdome, with the with the screens. And now they took advantage of that and using this storyline where you have to really you have to really listen to what they're saying. And they're talking some stuff. Like yeah. it's a, it's an actual storyline. It's more than just a match. This is like emotional. Like you're dealing with family, and you have to listen to what they're saying. So it birthed that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think I think like as far as like this this would be a good I think full episode if we uh really really sit down and write it out. But Mm-mm. just off top of my head coming out you know like this would be a, a good thing for like a year-end episode to where we actually just sit mm. down and like kind of review like the big the big storylines the big uh mm. you know mm. the big happenings from 2020 but i think like as far as who did the best coming out of the circumstances of covid i think the roman best reigns. single character is probably roman reigns without a doubt yeah oh no roman reigns you know absolutely because like this this environment you know he's the one i think that made the most out of uh out of these circumstances you know Absolutely. and look at the screen time that he's been able to get for you know jay uso and the talking points for the rest of his family you know this is mm-hmm. this is the best thing that they have going right now you know listen i knew they were pushing jay uso when he beat aj styles on a smackdown of a, a, a few few months back the dude was going through going through uh one of the best and i was like oh yeah really give push 
I meant that, but we were talking about that earlier on on, on Chad's on Chad's um, podcast, and I was saying like this was coming too fast. I didn't think Jay Uso was the guy, and I didn't think he wasn't going to be the guy. But I think they were rushing the storyline up too a little too fast. I was feeling like they should have um, built it up more, but. After they started getting him into the groove, you know, now they started to slow it down a little bit and have a little slow build with it. So, um, Jay Uso's looking, he's looking feisty out there. He's, he's, uh, I, like, I keep referencing, referencing, referencing him on, on the, on the Twitter time. I'm like, yo, man, it's Fredo Colion right now. Man's the wild card <laughs> of the family. Like, dude's doing some wild things. It do, he's not, he's not, uh, it's not Mr. Nice Guy anymore um, among the family. You know, he's been through a lot. So we've been we've seen a, we've seen a big push from him now. You know what I think, too? Like, it's real interesting. Like, it seems like they want Jey Uso to not be able to get it done as a singles guy. Plus, he's <laughs> disappointing Roman. Right. So we, there's mm-hmm. a couple of different ways you can go with this. Like, maybe Roman recognizes that. And this is how we get Jimmy to come back. And they're still under the thumb, so to speak, of Roman. And because right. they are legitimately one of the best tag teams ever in WWE, maybe right. their strength is as tag team wrestlers. And that's where they pick up their wins if they win while they're part of this coalition, this bloodline thing. Um, but like with That'll this last episode of, of SmackDown, like mm-hmm. Jay is the guy that's very eager to keep his seat at the table but isn't Absolutely. able to execute, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not able right. to actually follow through with what Roman wants him to do. He's told him straight up, like, you're looking crazy, bro. You have me looking crazy because you represent me. They don't respect you. That means they don't respect me, so you got to go and get it yeah. done. And he's still not able to get it done. You have Kevin Owens that's talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And you talking, and you talking crazy. about And you talking about Kevin Owens, you talking about one another ruthless guy. Exactly. That's you got true. another guy that can match... Uh, Roman, when it comes to if you want to you want to get busy, we could get busy. I have no problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about somebody when he debuted, he came in and immediately went after his best friend Sami Zayn for that title. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and it was all about I got to feed my family. So it's not too far off from where Roman's head is. He's like, look, if I go down, our entire family goes down. So you got to get in line or you get moved out of the way. You can't be around me. If you're slowing right. me down because you're ruining the rest of our family. And that's what that's what Kevin Owens was on when he first came to, to NXT. You know what I'm saying? He debuted uh-huh. and power bombed Sammy on the on the apron and that whole deal and took that title. You know what I'm Listen, saying? Listen, I, I every time I look at Kevin Owens, I think of I still think of that that um that when he won that when um Sami Zayn won that title and man's power bombed him on that apron. I was yeah. like, nah, this dude's gonna be ruthless. Yeah, man's gonna 100%. be that dude. 100%. He's a guy, like, I wasn't too familiar with him because I wasn't really watching a lot of the indie stuff. So mm, Same here. Right. Same here. So, yeah, at the time, I really wasn't watching a lot of the indie stuff when he was making his moves. But when he came in, you know, I did a little bit of research. I remember um, ROH had a classic match between, uh, at the time, El Generico, who's Sami Zayn, and mm-hmm. Kevin Steen. And yep. mm-hmm. it was a ladder wars match. And that match was ridiculous. But then I've started, seen, I think I've seen that match too. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. It's one of ROA. I think you know at this point it's definitely um, they put it out for free on YouTube. So mm-hmm. anybody that hasn't seen that match, go back check that out for sure. But you know you got a guy that is good, is great on the mic, great in the ring, 
should never be a face. But if he is going to be a face in this role, going against a guy who is ten times more hated, right? But he so 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 Kevin can still show off that attitude. I think that's going to be a good feud. That's definitely the the TLC. And I don't see you know Kevin definitely isn't beat. Roman isn't being beat until Mania, if even then. But this right. would be a nice, you know, a couple of weeks of, of storyline. It may even repeat itself uh, in the Rumble. You know what I'm saying? But, and, and and this is good for Kevin, too, because ever since he came back from his injury, I think he had. He's been floundering. Oh, no. I think, oh, no. He wasn't injury. It was because of COVID. Because of COVID. Ever, yeah. since he, ever since he came back, he hasn't been really on top like that. Well, he hasn't been in a consistent storyline, so... This is a good look for him. Hundred percent. I want. I want to see what. I want to see where this is gonna go. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I really, really, really love watching Kevin Owens when he's really given something to do. You know what I'm saying? Because everything right. that he's actually given to do, he knocks out of the park. You know, you can even put him on commentary. He was just on NXT doing commentary the other day. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm the, Kev, the, the, the Kevin Owens show, KO show, or whatever. Any situation you put Kevin Owens in, he knocks it out of the park. Right. Roman is Absolutely. a whole different beast right now. And I just, you know, just wanted to take some time to to really, really, really like I, I love what he, what they're doing with him right now. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you know, he he needed this uh he needed this reinvention, especially after um Moxley left and Seth Rollins is doing what he's doing. And before before COVID, Roman was he was there but he was kinda floating floating trying to stay above water in a way so you know this this whole listen man this whole thing just it's just a good outcome for him right now he's doing the best work that he's ever done in his career right now exactly and, and you you know it's hard not to boo somebody with those teeth <laughs> i forgot about those teeth man. it's hard not to boo somebody with those teeth <laughs> oh my god you gotta hate Jesus. somebody all right speaking of good shit and you mentioned Moxley earlier, so let's head over to AEW. Um, mm-hmm. This Wednesday, it's probably the biggest dynamite, you know, biggest single dynamite show that they've had since they debuted. Um, it's basically a pay-per-view or at least a, a, a main event that's, you know, could headline any pay-per-view, obviously. Right. Highly anticipated. AEW winner is coming this this uh, this coming Wednesday. And mm-hmm. what everybody's talking about, like, there's a, a few matches that are already announced, but that big one, John Moxley, the current and defending champion against uh, Kenny Omega for that AEW World Championship. Um, four starters. Do you who do who do you have uh, winning, man? How do you see this going? I, here's what I think. Before you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think this is it. I think Omega takes it. I think you it's think a pretty so? yeah. I think it's. I think this is going to be straightforward. I, they're obviously going to give him a lot of time. Um, I think like world championship matches are usually like around sixty minute time limit. So not saying it's going to go for a full hour, but they're definitely going to get a lot of time. You know, I think that's why. You know, these matches they, that they do have announced probably aren't going to be long, and they're probably going to be short on segments also. Um, and sidebar, I'm pretty surprised. I think this was the episode I was saying on Chad Show on Around the Rings that I thought mm. uh, this was going to be the one that Shaq showed up for. And he obviously hasn't been announced yet. Not saying that he can't show up, but I would think mm-hmm. if Shaq is going to be scheduled, he's going to be announced. Like, you want people to know that Shaq is coming. Um, right, but right. that's what I thought the whole purpose for the Shaq thing was to get on this episode and make this legit the biggest, highest rated episode. But nonetheless, um, yeah, man, I think, 
I think Omega just goes full dickhead. He takes the title, goes full dickhead, and we have like NJPW heel cleaner Kenny Omega with the title, and you know that he's better than everybody else, and he's going to tell you about it. You know, little by little, the thing that I love about what they've been doing with Omega is little by little you're getting pieces of that heel persona like the girls with the brooms and now yeah. he's coming out wearing suits instead of sweatpants yeah. and now he's like you know when when uh when moxley was found yeah. backstage and they're supposed to be doing the first contract sign and he comes out and he's like oh well you're just doing it again john you're avoiding signing the contract you know as opposed yeah. to what a, a face would do to be concerned and maybe even run back to check on you know uh, their opponent, but not necessarily their enemy. Nah, he yeah. went. He's 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 going full dickhead. So I think he's I think he's gonna take it. You know, I think John Moxley did a great job as champion. But here's a question I want to ask you: two part. Mm-hmm. One, who do you have winning? But then mm-hmm. two, looking at uh, at John Moxley's reign, because I remember at the very beginning, uh, maybe even before he won the belt, you you weren't really sold on Moxley as a main event guy. Uh, at the time I wasn't, and I'm still kind of, yeah. So that was, that was going to be my uh, question. So like, so who yeah, wins the yeah. match? And then what has this rain done in your eyes for Moxley as a main event guy? Has it helped him? Has it hurt him? Is he pretty much the same where you thought he was before? What do you think? Uh, well, after, after you just said what you said, I really have to think about this hard because, you know, it, it, it could be one of those times where it'll be on a Wednesday and this dude might, this dude might lose the title because I was actually paying attention to the storyline and despite him not coming out to that signing, I was going to pick Moxley and he was going to retain and they're going to build a, uh, they're going to build a storyline and then Kenny Omega is going to take it at the next pay-per-view or the next event or whatever it is. Um, but it, the night could be full of surprises. And especially if they're doing this, this event on a Wednesday, I think Kenny Omega might take it. I think it might be his time. Um, and, and as far as his reign, I really haven't seen anything that, really put John Moxley over the top for me to be honest like he's there um it, but it's not like yo this dude is world renowned like this the like really top guy I really haven't seen anything put him over like that it's not like oh nah this is the guy and and I'll say this I like John Moxley and the dude puts on decent matches and he has good promos but as far as that that semi star power, I really haven't seen anything. But that's just me. It, it it doesn't have me chasing him down, like trying to look at him every week. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think like for me, um, for me, so two two thoughts just popped up. Um, mm-hmm. Regarding the match, I don't think that the way that they're moving with um with Omega right now. I don't think they can afford to have him lose because okay. the whole the whole storyline about Omega is I'm done with this tag team run. I'm going to, you know, you guys all expected me to be the ace. You guys all expected me to be the number one guy, best wrestler in the world, best bout machine, that whole thing. So now I'm going to get busy. So it's like he's calling his own shot. And to keep moving with that, 
I don't think that you can have Omega lose. So if he doesn't win the title, the match has to end with like either, you know, there has to be a schmaz. It has to be a count out or a time limit draw right. or a double DQ or DQ or something like that. You know, I do just popped in my head not to cut you off. Yeah. Just speaking about that, that whole um, putting the pressure on him that he needs to win. I just thought about this. What if it's a good thing you just said like count out or something like that or a false finish or whatever it is. What happens if I would say John Moxley will retain based off a count out or some type of DQ or something like that. Then Kenny Omega is going to come on TV and then he's going to say, nah, I haven't been serious. I haven't these chicks come out here dancing. I'm doing these, these, these James Bond looking entrances. I said, nah, I'm not playing around anymore. I'm really going to take, I'm going to really take the title from you at the next pay-per-view. I think it, it, I, that it sounds like it can go like that, but it that's me, and that's the I'm booking it. It could, but I don't think they see the thing about that though is now I'm going to get serious. That part I don't know if they want to do that with Omega because they've already kind of done that. You know what I'm saying? They've already kind of mm. got him like I'm out of this tag team mode. I'm done playing with you guys now. I'm gonna just get busy, and doing right. that I think eliminates the dickhead part. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's like. The whole over the, the the thing about Omega is that he's good enough without all of the extra shit, but he knows mm. that he's that good. So now I can have these over the top, you know, pieces. I can have the, the women with the brooms and the entrance and the suits and all of this. And you still can't beat me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you still are mm. not better than me. And his whole thing, too, is like they did fight before, but it was in that lights out match that wasn't sanctioned by AEW. And mm. that's in John Moxie's wheelhouse because that's a weapons match. He's almost like a Tommy Dreamer with that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? He's going to have more gimmick matches than not a lot of the time. So in a straight up wrestling match, you can't beat me though. Yeah, so I, exactly. I, I think that's what it is. I think like all these little pieces, I don't think you can add them in and then take them out this quick and still get the over the top arrogant Kenny Omega that I think they're going for. Like, I think they're right. just going full dickhead. You know what I'm saying? He's going to win that title, and he's going to annoy the hell out of everybody. But there's nothing anybody can do about it because nobody is good enough to beat him. Right. And I'll be the first one to say I was looking at I was looking at Dynamite on Wednesday, and I was really looking at his entrance. I was like, somebody said it was cheesy, and I really had to think about it. I was like, yeah, it kind of is. But that's the I point. Like, I think that's the point, right? Yeah, that's the point. It's, it's supposed to be kind of... It's supposed to be like you, you're supposed to roll your eyes at it. I mean, even with the girls with the brooms and all that, it's supposed to be something that, God, this guy's clearly full of himself. He's probably oh, yeah. the only person that's supposed to think something like that is cool. Oh, um, well, they're doing it justice because I felt the same. I felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that way. I was like, what am I looking at? I'm not. Uh-huh, yeah, it's that's what it's supposed to do. As a heel, that's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to piss people off. You're, that's what. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, like I don't think you're supposed to. You're not supposed to think heels are cool, or not supposed to. But I think like the type of heel that Kenny is going for isn't supposed to be a cool heel. He's not supposed to do things that, oh man, like that's kind of cool. But he's a bad guy. But I root for him right. anyway. He's not like a. He's not supposed to be Kevin Nash in it right now. Kevin Nash was supposed to be a bad guy, but you mm. also want to go and chill with Kevin Nash. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or Scott Hall. Kenny Omega right now is supposed to be one of those guys that you don't want to, like, if you're at, you know, some kind of party, you don't want to talk to him too much because you know all he's going to talk about is himself anyway. And I, like, I'm, I'm not here for that. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm here to enjoy myself, not listen to you. You know, so right, right. But yeah, like I don't. I, th- I think that's mm-hmm. the that's going to be the the direction that they going, as far as like a big title change on Dynamite. Um, and I think that also helps them, you know, with the the repackaging of Kenny Omega because since so many people thought they were going to immediately put him into the world title picture, mm-hmm. they've been disappointed and said that they've quote unquote ruined Kenny Omega, which I don't necessarily agree with. But the yeah, way you can either. easily remedy that is by having him win the title against, you know, a long reigning champion in John Moxley on national TV. You know what I'm saying? Oh, You're so, going to get a bigger maybe, audience on TV than you would for a pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. So let me ask you this. So if Kenny Omega wins, who do you think is going to be a fr- his first opponent after that? That's where I think the pay-per-view thing comes in with Moxley. I think they might immediately go into a rematch i think like i think moxley because his reign has been so long you know they don't they don't do automatic uh rematches but i think because his reign was so long and he's been such a dominant champion that they'll figure out a way to tell a story of him getting that immediate rematch Mm -hmm. and i won't be mad at it you know what i'm saying and then i think maybe he goes home you know i think maybe you know he loses twice and this is where you'll have you know moxley go away for a bit because I don't know what you have him do immediately after losing the title. You know, I don't know if, if you can just put him into a regular feud unless he does something else with like uh, with uh, drawing a blank here. Do he just uh, beat? From oh, um, Eddie, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Unless you have him do something, you know, with him again, which I don't think they'll do. Oh, uh, yeah. He's doing because Eddie Kingston is doing yeah, he's something. He's doing a death where, triangle thing right now. Yeah. So like I, yeah, I don't I think they might immediate they might go with, you know, like the immediate rematch. He'll probably lose and then maybe you sit him down for a minute. And then I mean you have your you take your pick at that point. You know, Hangman is always around. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the cool thing too is because they don't have a pay-per-view every month, these storylines can go and they can build up they exactly. can build up nice for months. Exactly. They can tell a, a dope story without having to rush it. I'm already I'm already seeing the future with um with a with an opponent you already have Cody which we already heard that I think he got the you know, got his name back or something like that yeah yep so i see somewhere next year Cody's going to i think Cody may take the belt off of him and it'll be a storyline of like nah you are my mans Yo, Kenny um, Omega's getting a big head. You're doing too much. Uh, and Cody got to teach him a lesson in some way. Listen, I'm not saying that's a complete storyline, but I think it's going to head somewhere in that direction. That's going to be a huge match and a huge payoff, especially you come from Cody. Yeah, like I think like and I, I mean, it's it's documented. I've said it so many times at this point, but I know like on this show for sure. When we talked about Cody at some point, and I said, look, at some point he's going to get that Rhodes name back and be able to call himself Cody Rhodes. And the thing with that, though, is Omega's a heel and Cody pulling that loophole is also a heel move. Right. So him saying, yeah, Cody can't, but Cody Rhodes can. He's also the executive vice president. So he's like putting himself in this position and changing the rules you know, and kind of going back on his word. I don't know if he'd be the right one in that scenario to uh, take the title, even feud with Omega, unless you're doing like heel versus heel, which isn't, 
you know, it's not impossible. You know what I'm saying? You can definitely do it as long as you tell a good story. I don't care. Right. And, you know, it'll be I, some. It'll be something similar to where, um, like how, um, how Hangman Page was, where he was just getting drunk, he was being right. belligerent, he was right. messing up, and they're saying like, "Nah, you gotta go." And I think it'll be it'll come it'll come to something similar like that, where Omega will get a big head. And we like, nah, you gotta you gotta chill out, man. We taking you to the side too many times and you're like my top man's. Right. And you gotta relax. I can see that. But yeah, I mean like I but like so your your call though is who wins on Wednesday? On Wednesday? Uh I go I'll go Omega, man. Omega? Alright, so both of us going with Omega. Yeah, I'm going Omega. It's my this might be this might be a, because this because everything the way everything's set up, it's it's gonna be some type of twist. It's gonna be some type of twist, man. I think Omega may take it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Omega. Both going with Omega. You know, they do have other matches on the card um, for this uh, coming Dynamite. But the bottom line is like that's the match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is the match. And I'm looking forward to it. At the at the end of the day, I know it's gonna be a good match. I know Omega is probably gonna go above and beyond to not only make um, John Moxley look good in a traditional one-on-one wrestling match, but go over the top to remind everybody why he's regarded as one of the best, you know, in the squared circle for sure. Absolutely. And we also take in consideration too, John Moxley, you know, his wife, you know, they pre- they um going to have a baby. So I don't know how, I don't know how far along she is, but you know, he might be going away. I, I'm going to say by, if she just if she just announced she's pregnant, who knows? Um, shit, maybe before September. So if he loses his side, you gotta figure out what he's gonna do between now and then. Yeah, I think I mean there's there's different stories they could tell. It could be a thing where you know he does go away for let's say you know a month or so after mm-hmm. whatever the next pay per view is, and comes back and finds a storyline to you know to to get into. That's not mm-hmm. revolving around the title, but is, you know, somewhat of a blood feud or a grudge feud or something like that. Just to give mm-hmm. him something interesting to seek his te- seek, uh, sink his teeth into and then maybe goes away again, you know, for the, the birth and the pregnancy and all that. Um, Absolutely. You can, I mean, there's also the option of, you know, knowing that, you know, some people do their best work as heels and mm-hmm. John Moxley can also play a hell of a heel. So maybe, you know, when he does go away and come back, they figure out a way to turn him heel and get him into another storyline again that doesn't revolve around the the title. But who knows? Like, there's there's different directions that they can go in. Um, Yeah, we'll see. I know how to book it right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But Mm -hmm. yeah, man, um, that's it, man. Like, you know, just definitely wanted to jump on and, and get this feed moving again. And in the weeks to come, episodes to come, we'll have some, you know, special guests and, and some homies come through and just chop it up. Yeah, um, you can find us also, again, as I mentioned, on the Around the Rings podcast, uh, Chad Law. Um, catch us over there and follow us, man. Again, Instagram, Twitter. We're definitely live tweeting as many we shows as tweet, possible. We live tweet like 5,000 times a week now. I never live tweeted so much in my life. Right, and man. it's fun. It's there's, super there's, fun, man. Yeah, there's a it's, lot. You like, know what? You know what? It's super fun when you're not trying to watch two shows at the same time. Right. That's when, right. like, like trying to go back and forth. But other than that, yo, catch us live to you, man. We, we, yeah. we be out there. There's a ton of shows. Like, obviously, you know, WWE, Raw, SmackDown. You got NXT and uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. 
Ring of Honor. Um, we tend to usually catch the the fight, um, you know, catch mm-hmm. it on the fight app. So that's Monday, seven p.m. Eastern. You know, Impact is still is still doing its thing on Tuesdays. MLW uh-huh. just came back, so that's Wednesdays at seven on YouTube. Um, there's a lot, thing, you know, if you're into watching NXT UK, that's uh, there. There's a lot. One thing I've slacked on is um, NJPW, man. I, I'm, I feel ash- I'm ashamed. I mean, it is what it is. I can't front like I've been a regular watcher of, of New Japan, though. Like, I'll, I'm more of a casual New Japan fan in the sense that I'll watch, yeah. like, some of the big shows. But it's just mm-hmm. tough to keep up with um, because, for one, like, watching a lot of their live shows, even with, you know, New Japan World, I have to watch on demand. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after a while, because, like, a lot of the storyline might get lost in translation, it's just a good match after good match after good match. And it's, I just don't have the urgency to to keep up with it like that. But definitely, yeah. like Wrestle Kingdom, I make it a point to watch Wrestle Kingdom and some of the bigger shows because yeah, it's just always, always, always uh, stellar shit. And I've been hearing good things about some of the things they've been doing over there as well. So, you know, it's always worth catching up on. But yeah, man, like there's there's plenty or plenty awesome. of wrestling shows. And one thing you can guarantee for sure, like. This is not like a WWE podcast. Like we watch all no, of this shit. All. You know what I'm saying? We watch all <laughs> of this wrestling shit. And me personally, I find it tough to sit through Raw as it is. So, you know what I'm saying? Like we'll definitely be talking about a lot of the good stuff going on in the pro wrestling world. But right now we just uh, we still got the warm ups on, man. We we ain't even start the game. We ain't even blow the whistle. We're just getting back into the swing of things. So appreciate everybody that listened to this episode once again. My tag team partner on the line, he goes by the name of Ronnie Andretti. And my yes, name sir. is AO. You can find us at Ringside Club, Instagram, Twitter, hit part of my fresh.com, and tell a friend to tell a friend that is them again. Um, before we get out of here, mm. what's uh what have you been listening to, man? What haven't I not been listening to? Man? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dude, I was just thinking. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I remember like ten years ago, one album would drop a month, and we would be able to sit through it and actually memorize it. Now, like twelve projects drop every week, and we can only like listen to it once or twice, and not get the full gist of it. Right. And and it's like Jesus Christ, it's so much music now. So it's like I can't even sit with it. But the last thing I listened to, Jim Jones dropped his extended um, extended album, which should have been an album by itself. So you just put 30, like 15 more tracks on an album that's already 15 tracks. Um, who else am I listening to? Um, Stat Selector just dropped something. I listened to that. That was pretty cool. Um, Currency just dropped something. Uh, Buster Rhymes. That Buster Rhymes album was fire. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. um, who else? Dude, it's a lot of people, man. Yeah, it's a it's, lot. It's, 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 it's a lot of stuff. Um, I'm drawing a blank because it's so much. It's so much stuff. Nah, but um, I mean, there's there's some good records that you mentioned right there, though. Like that that Jones record. The the um, what was that? El Capo's the name of that one, right? Yeah, El Capo. Right. So um, like that record, you know, with, with uh, Arsonist Heatmakers was fire as it as it as it was and then he came back like you said dropped that you know extended deluxe whatever I'm and there's like, a lot of records dumb. on there like there was a most of those i think i had heard in pieces i think there's a couple of brand new ones that i hadn't heard at all but um like that that joint with fat joe for instance the nyc record i heard before and i love that song 
You know oh no, yeah, that whole album. Listen, that album before he dropped his extended joint is fire. Yeah, Jim is like Jim is Jim is one of those guys, bro. Like when he first started rapping, you could tell that he first started rapping, right? And, and you now he's probably the best out now. of Dipset. Yeah, at and this I, point, and no he, shade to anybody else in yeah, Dipset. But. He's the best out of Dipset, and he's put in work to be like literally one of the best rappers. Period. And twenty years ago, fifteen, ten years ago, you thought you were saying that about Jim Jones, you wouldn't have. But the thing about Jim, though, is you can mm. tell he has a passion for it. He got an energy for it. He has an mm. ear. He's a great A&R. He's almost in the same vein as like a Rick Ross where, you know, or Fat Joe, where they know mm. how to put albums together. They know how to put features together. They know how to put other people's projects together. They have an overall vision. And Absolutely. when you couple all of that, all of those factors with the fact that Jim works his ass off at the craft. Oh, facts. That's a fact. Killing it. Because even if he's not the best in the world, the dude put on some, put, he knows how to put an album together. 100%. Um, 100%. Other dudes I've been listening to, I just, dude, I had to go back to my list and look. Um, Jeezy dropped a Recession 2, which mm-hmm. was pretty, was pretty, pretty good. Um, 2 Chains, um, Goody Mob, which is nuts. Just had a good, a Goody Mob album in 2020. Um, um and that that Benny the Butcher, still kind of going through that. Yeah, man. Shout that to Benny those the Butcher boys. Listen, these you know, they're having a hell of a two three year run right now. Fact, fact. Uh, and that's it for now. It's other stuff, but that's the main stuff I'm listening to right now. So, what fact. about you? I mean, all of those. Um, I mean, a lot of the things like other thing I try to do for the Monday Night Hip Hop show is try to find like some gems here and there some hidden gems you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. on um on today's show i'm gonna pull it up there's a an artist that i found earlier on twitter somebody reposted like a um a freestyle or whatever but there's an artist uh, named lord taylor that's okay. fire like a it's like a he's got definitely a, a bad boy vibe bad boy influence Mm-hmm. And okay. you know, there's a little project he put out, so I'm gonna play something from that on uh on tonight's Monday Night Hip Hop. But okay. uh, Lord Taylor is dope. Um, there's that currency project I was bumping, the new Rock Marciano. I actually haven't had a chance to buy it yet because it's not available on DSP. It's only ab- available from his website. I, I, I didn't but even I, know you dropped the album. Yeah, buddy. Oh man. Yeah, buddy. Right. But I'm uh, I, I want to check that out because that man doesn't miss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, not at all. That mm, man not doesn't at all. miss. Um, but I mean, there's, there's there's a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of stuff. Like I, I listened to some of that uh, Static Selector album. It's a couple joints on there. What did um, you th- What did you think about that album as a whole? It's all right. It was, it was, nothing and nothing. Nice. Nah, nothing crazy. Really, nah, not at all. Some of the beats were sleepy. You know, to keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah. That, I, because I'm listening to it, I was like, listen, I love Static, Static Selector and. You can tell where his soul is at with his hip hop, but I can, you know, you can tell it's like every album is like you got some joints on there, but it's nothing that's really putting me over the top. Yeah, I'll keep it. I'll keep it a full buck. Yeah, there were a couple of joints in there that I like, some of them that I didn't like, but um, you know, it is what it is. Like I I think, like Static, I think Static did what Static wanted to do. So in that sense, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that was fine. Uh, Juicy J, I was bumping a lot of Juicy J. He's dropped the album. And How was that album? It's good, man. Like, if you ever need some ratchet, Juicy J got you. 
Well, I haven't gone to yet. I haven't gone to that French Montana. I know. I listened to some of that too. There's some records on there. There's a joint with Jim. I think it's like the first track on there. That's that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. And if you know anything about their beef, they were like legit. Like they, it was some New York shit. Put it oh, that yeah, way. Facts. And no in fact, facts. they pieced it up, and they're actually doing records together and that kind of deal. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I love to see any kind of unity. So, right. Absolutely. Uh, so that was cool. That was cool. Listen, you know what's crazy? Like we can talk about this all day, just by hip hop by itself. We just like we could do a whole nother podcast about that, which right. is ridiculous. Right. Right, but yeah, man. Like yeah, anybody listening that hasn't heard any of those, check some of those out. Uh, check that Monday Night Hip Hop. That's on Mixcloud tonight. You just head over to partofmyfresh.com. Everything is posted right there in the radio section. And we'll be back at that ass with a brand new episode of Ringside Club. Very, yep. very soon, sooner than later. You heard. 